This is the Agent Mind Podcast. Welcome to episode 27 of the Agent Mind Podcast. I'm your host, TJ McGraw. I'm an active investor and real estate agent, and I'm on a massive quest to define the perfect mindset so that we can all live within our passions and build wealth while we're doing it. Um, th- this conversation that we're having today is, is pretty awesome. Um, we dive deep kind of into the subconscious mind and and um, that operating system that is operating behind the scenes the entire time. Um, there's this this uh, fallacy, that, what I'm, I'm not sure where it came from. I know that uh, uh, way back when they they tested Albert Einstein's mind and it was said that he only uses 10%. He only uses 10% of his mind. Um, I don't know. I don't know how that's possible. I've been trying to, to think about that one ever since I heard it. Um, if someone gets a brain injury, no matter what part of the brain is injured, it affects how they operate, whether it's uh, motor skills, memory loss, whatever it is, it, it definitely affects. So if we're only using 10%, then in theory, we could remove 90% of your brain and you would still operate and function normally. So I, I'm not buying it. Um, but basically the, the explanation that, that I have and scientists out there have, so it's not just me and, and, uh, I, I didn't do my homework. I don't have a study to, to point to, but they're out there. Um, there is, if you think of your brain as a, as a computer, like your, your laptop, you have, um, all the pretty stuff that we see the, the windows or the Apple, the, the interface that you see, um, with all the, the colors and it looks good and it's really easy to use and intuitive. Um, that is compared, you can compare that to the 10% of your brain that we know of that is our conscious brain. Now there's a whole operating system with code and a bunch of stuff that I don't understand operating behind the scenes to make to make that that um, that the view that you see on the computer to make that work. There's this whole operating system that, that it's running constantly all the time, the whole time your computer's on, and your phones even they have operating systems as you know that run behind the scenes, keep it running. Things are running, apps are running, you know. All this stuff is running. We don't know that it's running. It's just happening and it's controlling the stuff that we see um, on the screen. Same thing with your brain. Your subconscious is receiving information constantly. And there's one uh, part of this podcast, uh, the part of this episode that I want um, to, everyone to pay attention to when we talk about, and I didn't know this until until um, the, I spoke with with uh, Amy and Yulia on this, on this podcast, it, it, and I'll introduce them in a second, but the point is, we receive 2 million bits of information per second as human beings. 2 million bits of information. We're, we're being bombarded. Now, we can only process 126 bits of information. Imagine that, right? So where's all that? Where's the rest of that 2 million bits of information going? It's going into your subconscious. Your subconscious is sorting through it, stuffing it where it needs to go. Because later you might have to recall something. Um, so that's it's a very rudimentary explanation. I know I'm not a psychologist. Just a disclaimer there. I'm not a neuroscientist. I am just a guy who likes to study how the mind works and um, try to improve upon it and try to be most efficient and utilize it um, to to live my best life, basically. So today um, we have Yulia, Mama Eva, and Amy Follett. They are partners in a coaching program it's called Lit Coaching, and Lit is an acronym that stands for Living in Truth. So, Living in Truth Coaching. 
Um, they're both NLP practitioners certified. Um, in, it is amazing. Amazing. It's basically a, a, a reprogram. If you can go back to the computer analogy, you can reprogram your mind. You are not stuck in a thought pattern that you, you, you may feel like you're stuck in, in a thought pattern where like, Oh, this is just how I am. I just, you know what? I'm, I'm an, I'm not an early riser. I just, I have to sleep in. That's just how I am. I'm not a morning person. I mean, that's just a small example, but you can reprogram your mind to be a morning person if that's what you desire. And you can do that with anything. So, um, you know, it, it's a, I'm, I'm not good with math. Well, you can reprogram your mind to think in a, in a more positive way about math and you can be better at math. So I don't know if you heal my excitement in this one. This is really good. Deep. We dive deep into um, the mind and how the mind works and, and uh, uh, what neural linguistic programming is um, and all that stuff. So, um, you know, I kind of got, got deep into it, um, but I usually do a little, little commercial for uh, Reva Global Virtual Assistance. So um, a virtual assistant is, is big. Uh, it takes all the stuff off your plate that you, that you don't want to do, the mundane stuff. Um, so if you're interested, you want to learn more about virtual assistants, head over to theagentmind.com and click the link, learn more about virtual assistants. Um, highly recommend it. Do a little, just to have a quick conversation, no commitment, um, but learn more about it. Do yourself a favor in that one because it frees up you. If you can free up your time, this is a whole nother podcast, which we'll get to. <laughs> if you free up your time to just do the money-making activities and not do the stuff that doesn't directly impact um, your revenue, then you can multiply your money indefinitely. Um, just saying, check out you know, virtual assistants over at uh, theagentmind.com. So to get back into it, so uh, Amy Follett and Yulia Mamaeva um, on the show today, um, neuro-linguistic programming, uh, changing your life. Um, really, it, it, it's, a, it's an awesome, awesome thing um, that, that uh, when used for good um, and self-development, self-improvement, it's going to make a huge, huge difference in your life. Um, so I encourage you to keep an open mind with this show. Um, I hope you enjoy it. And I'd love to hear some feedback. Um, you know, again, head over to theageofmind.com, uh, click, uh, you know, contact me, just give me some feedback about the show. I, I love to, I would love to bring more of what you all want to hear. Um, and the only way I can do that is if I hear from you all. So let me know what you think. And, uh, I'm looking forward to this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Here we go. Everybody. Welcome back to the show. Uh, today I'm here with Amy Follett and Eula Mama Eva. And they're from Lit Coaching. Um, really uh, deep dive into NLP. Uh, if you're familiar with that, neuro linguistic programming. Um, I am just really uh, learning about it myself. I'm it's very intrigued by it. I had the pleasure of having a session with Yulia, which w was awesome, which we'll talk about um, when we dig into the conversation a little bit. But let's start off with um, just introducing um, our guests today. So, Amy and Yulia, how are you today? Awesome. Thanks for having us, TJ. Absolutely. Thanks for being here. Um, so I guess this question is for, for, for both of you, I suppose. Um, I'll let you decide who, who's going to answer first, but what? let's get a, uh, just a good base information, assuming none of the listeners know what neuro-linguistic programming is. Like, what is it and, and how do you use it and, and and um, how is it involved with your um, LIT coaching? And LIT is an acronym; it stands for something. So I want to, want you want you to talk about that as well. So, 
Cool. Um, well, I'll take this and um, it's an excellent question. Um, so the lit coaching stands for live in truth. And Yuli and I strongly believe that living a life of freedom and uh, creating the results that are going to lead us to a deeply meaningful and fulfilling life and a life without regrets um, requires us to live in truth and to really live a life that is coherent with our deepest uh, unconscious values across all areas of our life. So at Lit Coaching, um, we support people to excavate limiting beliefs and negative emotions and all of the things that come up that create lenses that we're seeing the world and creating a reality through to, um, to potentially change that so that we can live a life in freedom and in truth and create the results that are consistent with what brings us the deepest fulfillment and meaning. So that's a little background on lit coaching. And let's dive into what NLP is. Um, NLP stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming, as TJ mentioned. And big picture, NLP is how we are using the language of the mind to consistently produce desired results. So again, we are using the language of the mind to consistently produce desired results. How do we do that? So neuro refers to the mind um, and the nervous system, the mind-body connection. And this is the tool that we use to create all of the results in our life. Linguistic, referring to communication, um, is, a, is, is important in both how we communicate with each other and, and really important in how we're communicating with ourselves. So we all uh, recognize that we have an inner critic. And so we help you uncover what, how are you communicating with yourself and really creating these internal pictures in your mind. Um, because it is those frames and those internal pictures that lead us to um, how we show up in the world uh, through our behaviors and actions. So how we're communicating with ourselves completely has a direct effect on our actions and behaviors and ultimately the results that we're creating. So if we're having negative emotions and negative beliefs, limiting beliefs, that's going to shape our internal world and how we're speaking to ourselves and ultimately what we're creating. And that leads me to um, uh, what uh, NLP piece stands for programming really patterns. Um, we believe that if you can identify the patterns of how you do things, the things that are working well, and then you can identify the patterns of things that are not working well, we have the power, we can be at cause in um, editing and changing those patterns. So as NLP coaches, we are helping our clients um, understand what their patterns are what's working, what is not working, and then using tools and techniques to help you change those patterns. So big picture, again, we are using the language of the mind to consistently produce desired results. And that is the big picture of what NLP stands for. Awesome. Yeah, that's, it's, um, it, it's so, it, this is such a cool topic. I, uh, I'm so intrigued by it because it, I'm very, very much into um, understanding a, how the mind works, and B, um, I never believed when you, you've heard people say, oh, that's just how he is, or, oh, that's just how I am. That's not true. Like you can, you can, 
by doing using NLP is one of the tools you can use to change those uh, that that limited beliefs the, that that singular thinking. So you can change your behaviors, and it, it's even deeper than just like changing a habit. It's, it's like changing the way your subconscious mind communicates to your conscious mind, for sure. And before we we hop over to Yulia, I just I do want to mention um, I forgot to mention this in the beginning. You both have uh, a um, a little giveaway at the end. So I want to, I don't want to give it away right now, but uh, they're, they're stick around for the end. Cause there's a, a, a nice surprise, a nice gift from um, lit coaching here. So Yuli, what do you, do you have anything to add to the, to what Amy said or. Yeah, I'll just add a couple of my favorite definitions of NLP because there are so many and it's a, it's a big area and different people describe it differently, but a couple of my favorites are, NLP is a user manual for the brain. It's like um, probably uh, you've all heard that we use only 5 to 10% of our brain, but it's not really true. We use that much consciously. The rest we use unconsciously because if we didn't, we could just do a surgery and remove the rest, which is not the case. So we use the entire brain, but we don't have a manual for it. And because consciously we can only grasp 5 to 10% max, the rest runs on autopilot. It still works. It still operates and it still affects our lives. We're just usually not in charge of it. And NLP helps us understand and um, like put a bridle on our unconscious mind and make it work to help us achieve our goals and results. And another definition of NLP I really love, it's a mental and emotional mastery. It's like our head and our hearts dictate a lot of what we do like amy mentioned limiting beliefs or empowering beliefs limiting emotions or inspiring emotions they're either in our head or in our heart and nlp helps um, us to master both of those aspects and again use them to produce the results and outcomes that we want in our life yeah you 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 said something there that um but it's super interesting and and there is that well, I don't know where it came from that we only use 10% of our brains. Was that a, was that like an, it was Albert Einstein that was, he was, his brain was tested or something like that, or that he got on the, the, yeah. the electrodes, whatever you call it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where it started, but it's yeah. like, it seems yeah. to be tossed <laughs> around. Like we have such a powerful brain when you're not using it all. Yeah. And it's yeah. uh it's, it's such a, a misconception Um, because there's 90% of your brain that's, that's, kind of operating in the background and the main yeah. proof of that is if you get a brain injury anywhere in, on your head or in your brain any part of your brain it affects you you're, you're not the same person in essence that, that you know that you you were before it's either motor skills or uh, memory or there's something that's affected so you're definitely using it but it's like i've heard it compared to you as a, like an operating system on a computer where it's mm-hmm. always running in the background yeah, right. telling, telling right. the computer what to do, but you never see it when we turn it on. And we have Windows or Apple, and, and we see the, the the pretty stuff, but we don't see the the code running and, and all that. So I don't know if that if that's a good analogy, but uh, well, and it's interesting, TJ, because this also brings us to the idea that at every second um, we are being hit by two million bits of information. And we are filtering and processing through our sensory modality system um, to our 126 bits 
of 2 million bits of information. So every second we're getting hit by 2 million bits of information. And then we filter out 126 bits. So at every moment we are just these meaning making machines and seeing only the reality that we're creating through how we're filtering and choosing what information through our reticular activating system. Mm. So it's just fascinating um, that we're all, you know, if we all, in, we can all empower ourselves through how do we choose more empowering information in these moments? Um, not how do we bring in more information. We don't want more information because that would just be overwhelming. But NLP really helps us um, activate uh, how to empower ourselves to choose the information that's going to be empowering and lead us to the results we want to create. Yeah, absolutely. So let, I definitely want to get into the, the how and, and um, a little bit more of like how it works and what you all do to, to help people with it. Um, but first I think well, maybe may, this might be giving away the candy up front, but how does it benefit? So say we're mostly real estate professionals, real estate entrepreneurs, agents, investors. Um, how does it help us if we, if we look into this a little further and, um, hire someone like you all to help us, um, go through a session with neuro linguistic program? Like what, what's the benefit on the other side? Yeah. The benefit here is really taking action, ultimately taking action that gets us to the results that we want. And like real estate professionals, uh, we all probably know what needs to be done in business. Like there are so many books, there are so many courses, there are so many mentors that will teach you what to do and how to do it. But then at the end of the day, you go home and are you doing it? That's the question. Are you taking that action that you want to take? You know how to take it. But are you actually doing it? And that's where NLP comes in. Because like I mentioned, it's mental and emotional mastery. Mm-hmm. There are two main things that get on the way. It's our head and our heart. We either don't believe that it will work or we don't believe that we deserve it or we have some, or we don't believe we can do it and it stops us from even trying. Mm-hmm. Or we don't feel good about it. We may be scared to make a cold call or we may be unsure of ourselves or in in some other way our emotions can be on the way and when you use an lp and you master your mental thoughts and your emotions in your heart you can actually create a congruency that helps you take take the actions that you need you 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 know you need to take and you mm-hmm. know how to take it mm-hmm. but it also helps it it actually helps you make the step and make it happen. Gotcha. Yeah. And I, I, I'm going to, like I said earlier, I, I had the, the pleasure of uh, having a session with you, Julia. And, and um, it was, you mentioned cold calling and that's one of the things that we talked about. I think what's one of the biggest fears, whether you're an investor looking for a seller or you're a real estate agent calling leads, whatever the case may be, like picking up that phone and calling somebody that you don't know, there's a, there's a fear behind it. And there's, um, and oftentimes it's like, it's kind of a ridiculous fear. Like what's the worst thing that happened? Somebody's going to hang up on you. They might say a bad word to you and, and then hang up. Like that's, you're not going to die, but we often go to that primal spot in our brain mm-hmm. that like, oh my God, if this person gets mad at me, I'm going to, it's like equals death. It's, it's like, you know, that and that's happening in your subconscious. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the biggest things I can say that 
um, since our, we, what did we do? Probably about a month ago, I was about, saying, a, month. about a, a few weeks back. And since that time, it's um, the, the, the fear that I had around calling. Um, and you, you just muster through it. You do it anyway sometimes, but that, that's never a pleasurable experience. And it's really, um, I'm not going to say that it, like I'm super psyched to go and make cold calls because it's just, it's, now it's more of like a, because it's a mundane task rather than a fear task. Um, but one of the things that was exciting, it's like, it's almost like you um, helped me get permission from the universe. Now this is kind of sounding out there. You helped me get, it's like you gave me permission to not be uh, fearful of that interaction. So it's, 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 and now what I do, and I don't think we talked about this. It's just kind of a way I work right in my mind. I like picture a river and uh, I'll like, like a leaf floating down the river and I'll put that, that fear on that leaf and let it float down the river. It's just kind of my way of like releasing it. Like, I don't need it. It's not mine give it away. And it's always going to come back and like acknowledging it too. That's one of the things I think um, a lot of people will try to stuff, like not think negative. Like you don't don't think negative, just be positive, be positive. We hear that all of our lives. We're programmed to think positively and thinking negatively is, is a bad thing and going to get you in trouble, but you have to, you have to kind of face that negativity. You have to acknowledge it, engage with it before you can actually release it. You know what I mean? Cause it's always going to be there. It's that primal brain that's bringing that fear stuff back. So I don't know if I'm, I'm way off. I just think, thinking of my experience. Um, is that something common that, that you, that you hear from, from people you've had sessions with or. Uh, well, first of all, I'm very happy you had such an empowering experience and what, what you do is actually you empowering yourself. And that's a big part of NLP. It's not a do to process. It's a do with process. Mm. So I was honored being your guide and look at you. You are doing this for yourself. You are an empowered individual. And that's one of my favorite things about NLP. And you're absolutely on point there with fear and with negative emotions. And we like to call them negative because they're not the most pleasant things to experience. Mm -hmm. But honestly, emotions are neither negative nor positive. They have a lesson for us. And they just like you had this analogy with the uh, leaf floating on the river, it floats first to you and bringing you a lesson mm. by learning this lesson, which is part of the breakthrough session, you can let go of this leaf and let it float down the river easily and effortlessly. Mm-hmm. The problem happens when people don't learn the lesson. They don't know there is a lesson. They just see this leaf as um, something bad, something that feels bad. And then the leaf is just circling around them and getting bigger and bumping into them and, and gets bigger and bigger and creates more problems mm-hmm. all the way until a person actually stops and looks at it and faces it, learns a lesson, and then it just floats off. Yeah. So emotions, they always bring us something good. And, and like you say, they will always be happening. It's, we don't become emotionless using NLP. We just... We just know what to look for and we can accept the leaf, accept the lesson and let it float down the river. Yeah. That's, that's another big thing that I got from our session when it, it, it's, it's okay to, to acknowledge those emotions, like it, like accept them. They're part of you. And it makes it so much easier to, 
to then like let it go. But if you try to ignore, like I, I know we don't, you know, ne- emotions aren't negative, but if the you know the the less than positive emotions, whether it's fear, anger, sadness, um, if you if you don't acknowledge it, then it it like you said, it just lingers around and bumps into you and gets bigger and <laughs> gets crazy. So and it, and and this is um just to kind of bring it back to. Uh, like professional, you know, your day-to-day career um, and really any career that you're doing. There's so many things that are, that we're bombarded in life by so much. How many bits of information? Two million. Two Two million million bits of information. And we process 126. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's crazy. So, so you're, you're definitely bound to get some things in your head that, even no matter how good you are at like filtering things out and only listening to positive shows and not watching negative um, things that kind of suck your emotions, it's, things are still getting in. So, I mean, the point of the matter is it's, if, if you can, if you can get in some muscle too, if you can get good at, at looking at these, these emotions and feeling them and then releasing them rather than trying to ignore them and they, and they don't go away if you ignore them. It's like with right. any problem in life. It's, there's a, there's a couple of things that I heard you say, TJ, that I think are important. And the first thing is um, the internal representation, that visual that you created with the leaf floating down the river, taking away the fear, um, that relates to the NLP results model and just going back to how we're filtering the information that comes in. What is that internal picture? Because most of us create a visual picture, even if it's just something that a feeling it's, and it's not necessarily that we see, you know, the actual picture, but there is this internal representation, a framework, a frame that happens. And that ultimately leads to our behavior. So NLP helps support us um, to remove, like insert, install new pictures and front and choose different information and reframe the information that's coming in. So I'm curious, did you reframe that information coming in? Like, did you create a new, is that leaf a new installment, a new picture that you're now using um, to help you create different outcomes and results through your behaviors? Um, in a manner of speaking, but, and this is going to sound way out there because uh-huh. I like, I meditate in the morning. I have a morning routine and I, you know, I get, I like to be in touch with the universe and align my chakra and all that stuff. So um, this, this is how I looked at it, like where it was, it was almost like a, a color. So it had a, it had a, emotions had a specific color. Mm-hmm. Um, the, they, especially the stuff that we talked about in our session with Yulia, it, it's, and that those things now have a different color. It's a warmer color, mm-hmm. not as a, not um, it, it's very hard to explain. And I, I didn't, and honestly, I didn't think through this, um, but I'm glad we're talking about it, but I, I wish I could be more atter- articulate about it. I'd say it was more like a, a beforehand. Those emotions were like a, like a warning red, orange kind of like flashing, you know, lights that are danger. Um, and now it's more of a softer, um, just softer, softer colors, I would say. That's an like awesome we're, we're, articulation. Yeah. So it's, so, and, and how I picture it in my mind is that they're, they're in like a compartment and this, this is how my mind works. Like thoughts and memories are in, are in a compartment and as they drift in, 
the, like now I have this river in my mind as they drift by me in this river and I, they, I recall them or I, I recall the emotion. It's a different color and I can, it's not as, um, it's not as threatening for me to handle mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I can, I can, I feel like I can touch it and, and manipulate it now and, and put it on a leaf and send it down the river. So this is, uh, that's this kind of how, how I, how I picture it in my mind. So I know this sounds, this is all, this all goes on in a very, like very, very short, like split second. Yeah. It's it's amazing what you're describing and how you're describing it. I relate to with my own experiences with, um, doing breakthrough sessions with NLP, which is what Yulia did with you. She did a, an eight hour breakthrough session with you over two days, I believe. Yes. And she utilized a technique um, that we specialize in within lit coaching and part of our process is utilizing the MER mental and emotional release timeline therapy technique. Mm. And what I experienced in my, my personal experience and what a lot of my clients have experienced is that when we um, are guided to release that emotion and, and get to before that emotion ever happened, we get to release this. I think of it as like, um, you know, a, a timeline where you have a string of events and those events just compound with each other. So let's use the emotion of sadness. And, um, and so you have all of these events that you've compounded and, and increased uh, the magnitude of sadness. So when sadness gets lit up, if you haven't um, uh, released these old experiences of sadness, then now sadness gets lit up and it is overwhelming. So we are then running away from our emotions because it's simply overwhelming. We don't have the bandwidth, um, the space to take a moment to feel that emotion. And there is, um, uh, there's science behind this 90 second rule that if you can really like engulf and feel fully an emotion, you'll notice it passes and dissipates within 90 seconds. So with this technique of MER, mental and emotional release, what we have been able to track is that if you can release that timeline of sadness, that's all of those events that are lighting up sadness to make it unbearable, then now you're setting, you're setting yourself up to feel a moment of sadness and feel it, take it on for those 90 seconds, feel it fully because it's just a moment of sadness and you know it will pass and you see it as feedback. Um, and you can trust that it's going to pass and not take you out of your game. Yeah. That's, that's, I didn't look at it like that before, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Is the, the compounding, this compounding, it's, it's like, um, uh, like the, where everything's, it has a, a, a charge to it, right? And that like exactly. life, everything has a charge. So it's like this, this massive charge of emotion that almost like, almost like knocks you out. Exactly. And and we're then anchored into that knocked out experience. So now, you know, because we don't, we're afraid to have that experience. It's, it's actually easier to be, become addicted to things that help us avoid feeling that emotion or facing that emotion or, or feeling that emotion. Yeah, definitely. It was TV for me. Netflix. <laughs> I think we talked about that, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, 
this is such a cool conversation. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm really enjoying this. Yeah. For me, it was keeping busy. I was just, I, just being a busybody and not yeah. really focusing my attention on what it is that I really want to create, but getting lost mm-hmm. in just being busy so that I didn't have to feel anything. Yeah. And that's a, that's something that I've, I've been working on for a while is being present. It's actually yes. one of my, it's on my, um, uh, written out as a goal for, as for a personal goal between my relationship with my family is one is to be, be patient and present with my family. And it's, it's very hard to do if you're, if you're trying to, if you're trying to quiet the noise of all these emotions that you have. And it, it's when we talk about sadness here a lot, but it's anger. That, that's a, that's a big one, especially, or, or um, like feeling of rejection. Um, that happens a lot. I know with, with real estate agents, especially like you, you, you get into this and you start, if you're really doing your job, you're, you're saying your people are telling, you no a majority of your day, <laughs> you're getting the no reject, and you're getting people upset with you and it. And, you know, you, you kind of feed off that. Um, and you, you have to be affected by, it. I mean, if you're human, you're affected by other people's emotions. So it's, it's, it's important to get to a point where you can just release that, like feel it for a minute, know it's going to pass and, and release it. And how much more effective would you be in your career and, and um, how much more efficient you would be without being like sidelined for a day. I remember right. getting a call as so I'm going off on a tangent here, but I was uh, trying to, to get this for sale by owner and I thought I had him and he was like, you know, I gave him references and he kept come to find out he's kind of leading me along because he didn't want to say no um, for whatever reason. It would have been a lot easier if he just said no. Well, um, the last time I spoke to him, he answered the phone. When he realized who it was, he hung the phone up on me. And then the very next day he listed with another agent. And I was devastated. I was, I was, I couldn't, I couldn't work that whole day. I was like, what did I do wrong? Kept going through my mind. Like, what is it? This is when I was relatively new in the business, but if I'd had tools that I have now, then I, I, I would not have been sidelined for it. It just would have been like, okay, put it on the leaf, let it go, try the next one mm-hmm. kind of thing. So it's definitely, it's very, I don't, there, there is some skeptics out there that think this is kind of like, you know, uh, mystical mumbo jumbo, but it's, it's absolutely not. It's, it's a, it's a tool to train your mind to help you be, well, number one, happier. Um, and then after that, like more effective, uh, more present, you know, with your family and your, and your clients and whoever else. Um, so it's, it's definitely, a, a it shouldn't be dismissed. I mean, it, keep an open mind to this, to neuro-linguistic program, because it's, it's true. And there is science behind it, as you said. Yes. Yes, there is. Absolutely. And I also would like to come back to your analogy about the leaf. And how Amy said, there is a string of events, emotions, mm-hmm. and when they pile up, they create a blockage. So imagine that leaf floating down and you're not releasing it and you're keeping it around. And then there is another leaf and maybe a bunch of leaves mm-hmm. and maybe a branch of a tree and maybe the entire tree with, with the whole trunk. And it just, it creates such a block. It, it can block the entire river. Like you were out of it for a day, mm-hmm. which if you think about it, it was... Um, an impactful event, but a relatively small event. It was one house, how many others are out there? But because it was the last drop, you know, and broke the camel's back, the last leaf that that uh, blocked up your, your river, you, mm-hmm. you couldn't function. 
and what NLP does, because we all live our lives and um, usually not acknowledging things and, you know, dismissing them. And, and they're still present. If we don't pay attention to them, that doesn't mean they're gone. We need to deal with them. We need to uh, unblock this uh, cluster. But if we don't, we have all kinds of clusters in different areas, different emotions, different beliefs. And mm -hmm. our entire life is a river full of blockages. And when uh, with NLP, you release them. And then, like you say, real estate agents get knows uh, most of their day if they're doing their job right. Mm -hmm. Then it's not something that builds up on top of the cluster that plugs up your tree. It's just one leaf at a time. You can deal with one leaf at a time. You can say, you know, thank you for the lesson or thank you for the blessing and let it go. And that's what NLP is really uh, creates a lot of power because it unplugs those blockages and you can deal with one emotion at a time instead of when one leaf floats down and the whole pile activates and yeah. takes out for a day, if not longer. They should teach this in elementary school. <laughs> well, this is, I, this is actually one of my dreams is to create programs and work with young, young people and mm. give them these tools um, yeah, to I mean, help empower them at that, at, at that age because it is zero to seven years old where we are being mostly programmed. And mm -hmm. so actually this brings me to how I got um, involved in NLP and decided to take it on as a full-time job to, um, to heal myself. And it was, I had a moment where I had been creating the same pattern in my intimate relation, romantic relationships. I was attracting the same man over and over again, the same relationship. And I realized um, through a conversation that I had with some young girls, uh, sisters, I saw myself in them and I saw the belief that I had created when I'm seven years old. And it hit me like a lightning rod that I was choosing the men that I dated and my relationships were a result of this belief that I had created at seven years old. So as a 40-year-old woman at this time, when I had this, this um, lightning rod hit me, I, I was you know, an adult who had, for my whole adult life, had the same relationship over and over again because of a belief that I established and chose when I was seven. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's been, and I'm, I'm thinking the same thing. That's why I said that as like teachers in elementary school, because I'm, if there's, if you could not let that build up that blockage build up over the course, you know, from seven on to 40, 40 right. plus, then it, like how much more um, I'm, I'm just thinking, not, not that I live in the past by any means, because I believe that every choice you make is, is part of who I am right now. And I wouldn't change that for the world. But just to kind of just to entertain for a moment, like what what choice, what better choices would I have made, or what different choices would I have made, and like where would I be now with you know with the, where the with, towards my goals and the things that I'm that I've really come to light as like what what's important in life. That I'm, I, I think I feel like I could have made better decisions <laughs> along the way if that makes sense, but you know, well, more and feel more empowered. Yeah, exactly. That's the word. Those are the words I was looking for. Because feel more beliefs like for me between seven and 40, that was, that belief was totally unconscious. Mm -hmm. I had no idea that I was operating and filtering everything through that belief until that lightning rod moment. Yeah. 
So imagine that us helping young people make that conscious. Yeah, that's, that's, that'd be powerful, yeah. man. We'll, well, well, thank you for affirming one of my dreams. Yeah. <laughs> I brought this up with Yulia as a, as a, you know, something that we look at doing in the future. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a super worthy cause. And I have a, I have a 12 year old and a seven year old. She just turned seven in July. So I'm thinking, you know, what, what can I do to help them like not let the blockage build up with emotions and things like that. And I know I've, yeah. I know that I've, you know, nobody's perfect. And I'm, I'm sure I start to think like, what did I do or what have I said? Or when did I fly off the handle or when did I not, uh, when wasn't I present that has um, programmed an emotion into their minds and how, and how can I, I want identify that and then, and then help kind of for them to, to remove it. You know what I mean? Well, it's, it's awesome that you've stepped into this work and that you are exploring this within yourself because through empowering yourself, you're now able to empower your children and, yeah. and also be a great leader for uh, your colleagues and, and then your family as well. Yeah, definitely. And it, that's, that's a good segue because this is a, it's kind of, it's a business podcast. So, you know, we we'll kind of steer it back into that. You mentioned team. So, and, and being a good leader to a team or um, colleagues and, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, the people, even your clients and, and, and things like that. So what, what would you say? I'm trying to figure out exactly how to frame the question. Like what would be, how does it, how does it help? I guess we'll just ask you like this. How does it help you be a better leader? You take um, it, Julia. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, NLP absolutely helps you be a better leader because like Amy mentioned, it's about communication with yourself and others. So internal and external. When we're talking about emotions and thoughts, it's mostly internal. But also we communicate with the world. It's like literally mm-hmm. every person who communicates, period, will benefit from knowing NLP. And in addition to release techniques and other change work that NLP teaches, because those are specific scripts, specific techniques that can be used to create specific results. In addition to that, NLP teaches a lot of core concepts, uh, such as uh, communication, uh, building rapport, uh, using positive languaging, questioning skills, like how important it is for a real estate agent to know the motivation of the seller. How, how, how can it make or break a deal or a listing or the way the agent negotiates on the behavior of the sell, on the behalf of the seller. But people don't always volunteer information. So questioning skills are extremely important. Team building skills are extremely important. And all that, all those core concepts of NLP will benefit here. And, as Amy and I went through the training, there are two parts to the training, practitioner level and then master practitioner level. And honestly, I was just going for myself. I just wanted to work on myself. And at the practitioner level, we did not start doing techniques until I think day three. So the first, it was a four day uh, class. And the first two and a half days, we were building the core concepts. And those were life-changing concepts that I think every single person will benefit, period. And every single person in business will benefit double because they get to apply it in their personal life and also in business. 
Gotcha. What briefly, like what you have to go into the whole, of course, two and a half days. Like, what are some of the concepts? Uh, like one of my favorites is rapport building. Mm-hmm. And all uh, in NLP, we have a saying: rapport opens the door. The language gets you through, and the techniques actually create the change. So you cannot make any change until you um, you use rapport to 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 be in rapport with the other person. Then uh, languaging skills uh, we have we we uh, learned Milton model patterns, which are positive languaging skills, and they help to um, empower people to create positive positive um, representation, uh, like Amy said, out, out of 2 million bits per second, we uh, accept only 126. Uh, one example, really quick, this person was just sitting and kind of looking down and, and someone walked by and said, oh, you look so relaxed. And she lifted her head and said, yeah, I guess I am relaxed. And she was feeling tired. But just by mentioning, you look relaxed. She's like, hmm, try it on. Yeah, looks like I am relaxed. It immediately changes how she feels. immediately changes how she acts because it was in the morning and she had a full day of work in front of her. She's like, yeah, I'm, I'm in a good space. So just things like that, knowing when to say, how to say it, uh, it's very, very beneficial. Mm. Question skills. Um, what else, Amy? Boundaries. Um, and then another one that's coming up um, is the presuppositions of NLP. And the learning the presuppositions. So an example, uh, one presupposition of NLP is respect for the other person's model of the world. Now, we are all create, we're all, you know, meaning making machines. And we, we put people into boxes, we have labels. Um, so the more that we can lead with curiosity for another person's model of the world, then as a real estate agent and in business, then we are leading, we're becoming leaders of curiosity and asking questions to understand that person's model of the world. And if, you know, in, in real estate, if we can understand our client's model of the world, then that is only going to improve how effective we are at meeting their needs and, and helping them create the outcome that they want. So the presuppositions of NLP, another one is, you know, behavior, people are not their behavior. Um, and um, everyone is doing the best that they can with the resources that they have available. So it helps, it's helped me in just my relationships where I'm taking responsibility for myself and I'm choosing to be at cause in my life. And I'm not taking everything so personally where I'm being affected. And as you had shared earlier, TJ, you know, that day that you couldn't even show up for work because of the rejection, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it, it allows us to just be at cause and show up in congruency with our truth, with our values. And, um, and just know that everybody's doing the best that they can with the resources that they have. So it's it, it, those NLP presuppositions alone have changed how I show up and operate in the world. Yeah. yeah. Core themes of NLP too. That's what Amy mentioned is perception is projection. It's we don't see the reality how it is, but we see it how we are. 
because we picked up only 126 bits out of 2 million. And mm -hmm. that other person might have picked up, not might have, but for sure picked up a different 126. And now mm, that's with a good the same event, uh, but we're seeing it completely different through our filters because everyone has their own filters, which are values, beliefs, memories, past experiences. Respecting that is very important, trying to understand the other person's model of the world. Cause and effect, like Amy mentioned, being at cause, because when you are empowered, you're being at cause and you know you it's up to you to change things uh, versus being at effect, which is using excuses. It's like mm -hmm. in real estate, how many people you know who made money in good economy? How many people you know who lost money in bad economy? But do you know people who made money in bad economy or people who lost money in good economy for that matter? So economy is outside of us and we could all use it as an excuse, but being that we all know people in all four quadrants, being at cause and knowing that it's up to us to make our reality the way we want it is an, another very important part. Ownership, um, being in control of ourselves, uh, then we have a circle of influence that we can only influence. And then there are other things that are outside our control or influence. Those are important things, I guess. There's so many, there's so many concepts in NLP. It's 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 a four-hour uh, yeah. training, or if you take it online, it's about 14 hours just wow. training, not we're, counting. We're trying to squeeze it into 45 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, and, and really, one thing that we help, you know, as coaches, and I've had, you know, I have coaches for myself. It's um, having somebody outside who can help you remove the blind spots, you know, and, mm. and, and see the blind spots. And that is something that I have not been able to do on my own. Like it, it's only been through the, you know, the re relationship with coaches that yeah. has helped me get past some of these internal struggles and obstacles that I've created for myself because there is somebody who can help guide me to see those. Yeah. A different perspective. Exactly. And that's, that's huge. And, and um, I'm definitely a firm believer that if you are in real estate, you should have a coach of some kind. I'm also a firm believer that you should also seek coaches outside of your chosen profession as well. Like I have a, I have a speaking coach. Um, I've had di various different kinds of coaches mm -hmm. uh, in my life, just because it's, it, you're, you're exactly right, Amy. You, 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 when you're sitting in the driver's seat, you have blind spots, but the person sitting in the passenger seat can might be able to see something that you can't. So that's just, yeah. that's, um, it's so important to have a coach and, and it's, it's such a hard thing for a lot of folks to kind of get their head around the benefit of, of having a coach and, 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 and investing in yourself and paying somebody to help you with these things because I don't know anybody that can do it on their own. Maybe there is somebody out there that can, but it's, it's not me. That's for sure. And God bless them if, they, if there is somebody out there that can do that, but I've never met a person that can, they can, they can handle it all on their own without the help of a coach or, uh, you know, of somebody religious figure that you're you know, a religious leader, somebody that, that you need that, that you can talk with and, and work through problems with and, and kind of you know see the see what's what's going on for what it is not not the filter that we've put it in our own head for sure so awesome but i love that i just want to go back to what yuli said about 
what kind of an aha moment when you were speaking for me about every, everybody has uh, 2 million bits per second, right. Of information coming at them, but we only receive 126. So the 126 that I receive are completely different than the 126 that you receive and, and the 126 that Amy's receiving. So, I mean, they might overlap a little bit, but they're the picture that we frame from that information is often completely different. And that's, that's, um, you know, you hear about the, when there's a crime and there's witnesses, all five witnesses to a crime, they see something different and they describe the situation as different. And that's, that's exactly why. So that's, that's pretty cool. I, I'm, uh, I'm definitely going to use that one from now on. <laughs> it's going to help with everything, with, with talking with a team, talking with clients, any challenging situation where we're, you're challenged with another person yeah. having a conflict. That's such a, such a, when you can realize that, that they're the, the lens they're looking through mm-hmm. might be a little bit different than the lens you're looking through. Yeah. It's like Dr. John Ryan, our mentor teaches. It's like two people, they're on two different sides of the bridge and they're trying to yell at each other, their own point of view and what needs to really happen. And nobody is willing to cross the bridge. One needs to walk across the bridge, <laughs> see it from this person's point of view, and then potentially together walk the other way. Mm. You can only communicate when you walk onto their side of the bridge. Yeah. And by just by being aware that we're on two different sides of the bridge, instead of saying, we just witnessed the same thing, we're on the same page. No, we're not. Just having that awareness gives you the empowerment to first seek to understand the other person and mm-hmm. then seek to be understood. And through building rapport, through communicating, using, you know, questioning skills and yeah. uh, languaging and other things. You, you threw a little Stephen Covey at us. <laughs> first seek to understand. Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Super cool. So, let, you know, we didn't get, I want to touch on you, you just briefly how y'all ended up here. I know I, I mentioned before we turned the record on the, to get the episode down, I mentioned that I wanted to hear a little bit of background. So, Get, tell us how how did you all get into this and, and what were you doing beforehand and and if you know you don't have to spill it all but briefly like what was the catalyst that like put you into this space? Sure. Um, well, I guess I'll go uh, and share my experience. So um, I'm from New York City, and at 30 years old, I started my first restaurant called Sun and Bloom. And it was a vision that I had um, to help people connect, make the connection between food and how we show up in the world um, mm-hmm. through our emotions, um, spiritually, physically, um, and emotionally, how food affects us. So I was a pioneer in New York City, um, opening up a plant-based restaurant in uh, 2010. And then I opened up my second restaurant in Manhattan in Tribeca. And I was under the um, umbrella mindset that to be a successful restaurateur, you had to open up multiple locations. That was the only path towards success um, as a restaurateur. And that is what was told to me. And so I was, you know, listening to external uh, information and, and operating from a place of unconsciousness. I wasn't uh, really identifying what are my core values and what is the outcome that I want to create in my life? What's the life that I want to design that's going to bring me the deepest fulfillment and joy? 
And so what happened over this 10 year journey of um, operating and owning these restaurants is that I had success. I had, I had a great success. And every time I'd get to the top of that mountain, I would feel absolutely empty, total mm -hmm. void of fulfillment and joy and happiness. And, um, and ultimately what happened was I completely burned out. And so at the end, I was 40 when I ended up closing um, both restaurants and walking away from this business that I had built, blood, sweat, and tears. You can only imagine what it takes to build two restaurants in New York City that are successful. And what happened and why I um, ended up diving into NLP for myself, because Yuli and I both started on this journey simply for ourselves. And I found NLP because of this idea of I just kept creating the same results, relationships, um, business, you know, I was just creating the same results. And something that I recognized with this experience in the restaurant industry is that burnout is oftentimes a reflection of your values and goals not being aligned. And so we're unable to create fulfillment or feel fulfillment to enjoy if we're creating uh, an outcome that doesn't even align with our core value. It's just like, there's just a void. It's like, great. All right. Slap, you know, a, a, a slap on our back, like, good job, Amy. But why am I feeling total void? Well, it's because we're not meeting those core values. And um, NLP, an opportunity uh, came across the plate to dive into the practitioner program, four-day program, it, the pandemic had hit. And it was just like, I mean, you talk about the universe there, I was meant to be there. And through this experience and through the breakthrough sessions that I've experienced, um, I'm now in a, I'm in a loving relationship with a man who's my partner. And this is all a result from actually my first breakthrough session, TJ. It was amazing what I released in that breakthrough session in the area of life of, re of relationships. Mm -hmm. And um, that led me to my current relationship and the successes that I'm creating are just now aligned with my core values. And that's what NLP helped me uncover. And, um, and so now I'm just on the path of designing a life that just really does bring me fulfillment and joy and helping other people um, remove those internal roadblocks. And I, Yuli and I have been identifying ourselves as truthologists because we help you excavate those limiting beliefs and uh, negative emotions that were implanted and, um, and really dig those up so that you can reconnect to uh, the truth of who you really are. Nice. Truthologist. I love that. We, the, whole, the whole time you were telling your story, I, I was biting my tongue. I was like, me too, me too. That's I do. <laughs> we have a very similar, <laughs> similar path. I didn't open restaurants. Uh, I did. I opened restaurants, but for another, another company, um, didn't have, didn't have the responsibility of being the owner. So I can't relate on that point. I can only imagine how stressful that would be. Um, and then, and then instead of me leaving the restaurant business, instead of going, you know, you went into NLP, I went into real estate. Like those are the, those are some of the only difference. Other than that, we have like the same, very similar story. Put it that way. And you were in New York City. We were. And it was in New York, New York City, City yep. for a time period. 
yeah. which I loved. And I wouldn't this for another conversation, but I would never change that experience. I lived there for eight years, lived in Queens and worked in Manhattan. I would never, never change that. I was so happy to, to have done that for sure. I don't know awesome. if you feel the same way. Were you from New York City or did you? I grew up outside of New York okay. and I was in New York for 17 years and um, as an adult and, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, I wouldn't change it either. I, I consider myself a New Yorker through and through. Yeah, most definitely. It's uh, I recommend it. It's it to any, every, every, every young person, not teenager. Like once you get into young adult, you should live in New York city for a brief period of time. <laughs> I five to that. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> So Julia, what, what, uh, what brought you, what were you doing before? What brought you into NLP? So before I am totally opposite. I'm originally from Moscow, Russia, which is a huge city. But when I came to this country, I found small little quiet town and I just love it here. I have nature, I have deer, I have squirrels. I used to live like a snow white in the forest and very (laughs) happy. I have my e-commerce business, like minimal communication with people, Lots of traveling, was very, very happy. And then I decided to get into real estate, which is awesome industry. The problem was I was getting into it for a wrong reason. Mm. I was really not passionate uh, about real estate. I was just thinking, well, that's an opportunity to make money. Mm. And I started um, listening to mentors and programs and learning things and setting the goals of successful people, which... For them, those are their goals. For me, there were other people's goals, which I didn't know at that point. And like Amy mentioned, disalignment between values and goals. Oh, now I can see it was way off, but I didn't see it at that time. So trying to achieve other people's goals for two years, I feel like I was declining and going down and going down into this mental and emotional hole until I was getting panic attacks and anxiety and and, and then I just shut down. I just went to complete indifference. Like I did not care. I did not have a wife for real estate. I did not have a wife for anything in life. Mm. And in that place when it was when I discovered NLP, somebody actually said, check it out. You, you need a breakthrough session. I'm like, what is a breakthrough session? <laughs> but at this point, I was anything. I could I could use anything to help. I was... I was literally thinking that the breakthrough session was the last thing that can possibly help me. And after experiencing a breakthrough session, and it was only eight hours over two days, similar like we did, mm-hmm. I feel like after declining for two years, I went straight, straight back up to the surface in that very short period of time. I released all the baggage and I was actually laughing and I was seeing myself very clearly like a fish that's trying, trying to climb a tree and feeling like a complete loser because it cannot climb up. And everybody, all the monkeys are up on the tree and I'm still at the base. So when I saw that, I'm like, "Ah, monkeys, you're awesome. I'll be friends with you, but I'm not going to be trying to climb your tree. I'll go and swim in my pond. And that's after I experienced that, I found my pond at the same time, which is NLP breakthrough coaching, because I realized that if that can be done, this is like finding cure for cancer. It's like every single person at some level can benefit from it, but so many don't know. Like I share it with people and they're like, this is not possible. I was there. I did not believe it's possible. I did not believe it will last, but mm-hmm. it lasted. And when I experienced that and, and, and this clearness, like truth 
that that start shining out from me i started journaling for the first time mm. because i was generating thoughts in my head that before i only read in smart books they were only external which is cool but when it comes from inside you this is a whole new level it's like you you integrated it and and i started writing it down because i was afraid it would disappear but it didn't and then i said i need to learn that i i dedicated all my time and energy into becoming master practitioner of NLP, um, mental and emotional release hypnosis, uh, because this is, this is very amazing and a little known, at least in, in my circle of people. Mm-hmm. So now um, I live to, true to my passion because I absolutely, I experience it myself. I experience it with my clients every day, experiencing, watching them getting empowered and going through breakthroughs. This is amazing. This is this is living life for a purpose. So I'm extremely passionate about NLP and love talking about it. And very awesome. appreciate your invitation to this podcast very much. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm I'm enjoying it thoroughly. And and just to just to back you up, like I've been through the the eight hour session with you. It is it, it is so unbelievable. Like the and it's it's indescribable. You have you just have to go through it. You will have they call it a breakthrough for a reason because you will have a breakthrough, and you will you will be a different. And you're not a different person, but you'll the way that you view the world changes instantaneously, and it, which is pretty cool. I'm not saying that you that that removes hard work and and things from your life. I mean you're still going to have ups and downs, and you're still going to have to work hard if, to get the, to your goals, but your mind it's like uh your mind is just more efficient in in processing thoughts and emotions afterwards it's it's just amazing it's, it was a pretty cool experience for sure I highly recommend anybody any listener out there to get a hold of you guys and uh and, and book a, a breakthrough session for sure because it's it was pretty awesome can't recommend it enough but there's one more thing we're running out of time here but i have to be an antagonist for a moment and when every time that I talk about NLP with somebody who has just enough information about NLP to think they're an expert, or maybe they think they know more about it, they always say, oh, that's like, that's like sleazy sales tactics for, you know, they, like they use it for evil kind of thing. So what, what, what would you say to that? I just wanted to make sure we, we talk about that before we wrap things up. Absolutely. I, I'd love to address that because yes, it can be called sleazy. It can be called manipulation. And just think about a hammer. It's a tool. It can be used to build things. It can be used to break things. Is a mm. hammer good or bad? Not really. It's all how you use it. It's all your intention, what you want to do with it. Same thing with NLP. If you use it for personal gain and you don't care about the other person, that is sleazy. That is manipulation, 100%. Mm. But if you use it to empower the other individual, if you use it to, to create a win-win and win for them to to help them then you can call it influence so what is really the difference between influence and manipulation it's who's getting the benefit Mm. and nlp is an amazing tool which can be used for either manipulation or influence Mm -hmm. and the great part about nlp that i love so much is that it not only teaches you all these tools that can be used it also teaches you how to use them one of the main uh, concepts in NLP is ecology. And it's uh, in, in NLP, it is um, good for self, 
good for others and good for the community. Mm. So if you use these tools and use them to create something good for yourself and for others, then it's influence. It's a beautiful thing. And it's a very powerful tool. You just need to really hold the positive intention for using it. Yeah. That's a good way to describe it, right? Like a hammer. Because we don't, we don't blame a hammer for breaking something. Or when it hits my thumb, I don't blame the hammer. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. I just wanted to kind of bring that up because it, it is, um, I'm sure there will be at least one listener that's like, the NLP is evil for people use it to manipulate people and it's it's really not that hasn't been my experience with it at any time um, you know i've really you you all have helped me really dig into it a little further but even prior to that it wasn't i didn't get the impression and that and i'm i'm uh, I'm curious to to know where i wonder where people get their information about nlp so it, it is a very good thing and especially if you are if you're looking to um, grow yourself, then it's, it's definitely something you want to, you want to look into to yeah. just start there. And then, and then, you know, after that, who knows, we might discover that it's your, it's your calling like you guys. <laughs> cool. So, so what's it, what do we do? How do we get a hold of you? And what's the, uh, you guys had a gift you want to give away to the listener. So what, let's, let's get all that out of the, you have a, a website, Amy, you want yep. to tell about the breakthrough yep. session and I can talk about the NLP training. Great. Also. Okay. So uh, first, um, you can find us very easily at www.litcoaching.com. So that's just L-I-T coaching.com. And on our website, um, we invite you to schedule a, a complimentary strategy call. So we love doing strategy calls with people and just um, being in service to give an hour of our time to help you identify what's holding, might be holding you back, what that internal roadblock is and uh, the outcomes that you're looking to create. There are four requisites for change. So with the breakthrough session that um, Yulia gave you, TJ, Mm -hmm. that was helping release baggage and then take you to set a clear goal. And then we do integrative coaching um, where we help take somebody through a breakthrough session. We can do a one-off breakthrough session, but then we can also work with the client to integrate that. And after setting that clear goal, uh, creating an avatar, an aim for where they want to be in their life, um, we help that client integrate everything from the breakthrough session, continue to release things that come up and uh, take action and maintain focus. So those are the four requisites of change that we help our clients um, achieve. So we offer that free complimentary one hour strategy call and um, we we have a lot of fun with them. So I don't want anybody to hesitate reaching out and just scheduling, even if we can help you for one hour and add value. Um, We are happy to do that. So please do not hesitate. Litcoaching.com. Yeah, even if you're any listener out there is even a remotely curious, or if there was a question that you had that we didn't answer in the podcast today, uh, certainly um, reach out. Uh, and you go to the website and, and schedule that strategy call because it's it's pretty cool. Even if you just stop there, it's a it's it's still pretty cool. Yeah, so. and if you don't stop there, and if you would like to learn more about NLP, 
I also would like to share a resource that our mentor offers, Dr. John Ryan. He has trainings on demand. He has now all levels of NLP trainings, practitioner, master practitioner, breakthrough session. He has other trainings as well. But he offers his practitioner training, which is uh, what we were talking about, the either four days in person, or he has, I think it's about 14 hours of recording. And the value of that um, level of NLP through different companies is between two and $5,000, what I found. His is $4,000 and he offers a discounted sponsorship program uh, for $97. So I'll give you a link, TJ. And if somebody wants to get all those valuable concepts we're talking about, like full training, and it's better than in person, in my opinion, because you can play it over and over again. It's mm. online, it's recorded. So I'll give you a link and a promo code because it's more complicated than just lead coaching. Um, the okay. listeners can. So I'll, I'll definitely tell there'll be a promo code in the note in the show notes if you want to check that out. Um, if for some reason you can't read the show notes, you can always you know get, go to the website and schedule a strategy call, right? And get the, yep. get the promo code that way. Yep. And um, share that. Or, or you can de- reach out to me and I, I'll, I'll get you in touch. But uh, so it's it's a over $4,000 value for $97. Yes. He does a scholarship program to make sure that this knowledge reaches the maximum amount of people. And then out of those people who want to take it to the next level, then it's a regular price for the rest of the courses. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Awesome. Well, this has been this has been so much fun. I've uh, there's a question I ask everybody, and it's a fun question. Is there anything that I didn't ask you that I should have asked you? That is a fun question. <laughs> I think you you covered it. I think you've yeah. done a good job. You're an awesome host, DJ. I don't oh, know. Oh, thank you. you. I mean, it's all it was all you guys. It's all your information. I just I just like well, to talk. <laughs> yeah, I want I want to thank you also, and I just found this um, hour with all of us very nourishing. Mm. It's, it's felt very nourishing and continues to affirm um, the path that I'm on. And that feels so good to like be able to be in connection with other people and share conversations that help affirm that we're on the path um, that is true to ourselves. So thank you for affirming that. And I can't wait to talk to some of your listeners in this strategy session. Awesome. Yeah, there it is. So www.litcoaching.com. Go check it out. Yep. And everybody live in truth. Choose live in truth. truth. <laughs> All right. Amy, Yulia, thank you so much. It's been so much fun. Thank you.